0: Thank you for tuning in to Copman with Comic. I'm Brian Copman and we're here with comic Ivan Arguello. Ivan Arguello, how the hell are you? Good, how are you? Am I saying it wrong? Please say it for us. No, that's perfect. Ivan Arguello. Because uh, in, in a certain language, the L's are Y's. Yeah, it will uh, what Spanish. What language? Yet. Okay, in Spanish. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, where can people see you do stand-up comedy on stage in New York City, and where can they find you online?
1: Where can they find me online? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And yeah. what, are your, yeah, what are your handles on uh, all of Ivana Joke-a-Lot. <laughs> It's uh, Austin Powers. Yvonne oh, sure. absolutely. Fun. I'm yeah. an
0: old dude. I know that joke. So th- <laughs> thanks for making the references my age. Yeah. Okay. And then where are you doing stand-up comedy in New York City?
1: Uh, I run a monthly show called Lost Dog Comedy. Yeah.
0: And what kind of uh, – you're booking that show. You're hosting that show. What kind of comics are you booking? What can people expect when they come to Lost Dog Comedy?
1: What well, can they expect? I mean, uh, just a great show. Uh, okay. we, we book the funniest people we see all around, really oh, hardworking nice. comics.
0: And where are, is the show at different bars or is it at the same one?
1: No, it's always at Lorelai Beer Garden. Okay. So it's and where a beer, is that? Uh, It's in between Rivington and Bowery, Lower East Side. Oh that's a yeah. nice location, right? Yeah, so it's a really fun bar. So they have like a beer garden upstairs and mm-hmm. then we were able to get like a downstairs room where it's kind of got its own bar and...
0: and it's cozy enough for laughs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Nice low ceilings, it's great. And then are you doing spots on
0: I mean is it it's a monthly show or yeah, how often is it?
1: How It's uh, monthly. It's yeah.
0: monthly. And then um, are you always giving yourself a spot on the show or are you just hosting?
1: Sometimes I'm hosting. Sometimes I do a spot. Uh, it it kind of changes.
0: It depends what kind of heavy hitters you have online. Yeah. You're like, I don't know. If this guy wants half an hour, I'll give him half
1: an hour. Yeah.
0: Okay. And then um, when you're looking for just the funniest comics in New York City to be at Lost Dog Comedy, what are you really looking for? Like what do I need to have in my act to catch the attention of Ivan?
1: just originality you know okay. like it's not really when people say like a diverse lineup of comedians it, it doesn't always mean white black yeah. you know like it's got to be just different styles is really what i want
0: right and, and also the viewpoint actually has to be unique because there's probably different you know there's probably people of color you know who don't necessarily have a, an experience different from my own yeah you know? no absolutely <laughs> so, so you're thinking i just want a different experience like we had uh, tim warner here and in, in here earlier oh yeah and he I talked them. about yeah oh yeah he talked about about being homeless in New York City for yeah like six months I was like that is a unique fucking viewpoint and so I would consider that a diversity you know add yeah. to a lost out comedy show yeah <laughs> and so um we're gonna talk about today we're gonna talk about NBA sneaker culture have you been keeping tabs on everything going on with the all-star game you know the playoff race and the Kobe situation
1: yeah, definitely. I mean, the Kobe thing, I don't know how you couldn't. Yeah. But, um, yeah.
0: And so, uh, kind of, what are your thoughts on that? Because, you know, first of all, I'm hoping that Bill Burr stops taking helicopters. Yeah. But they're even saying things like Kawhi Leonard used to take helicopters all over the city, and now he, oh, know, really? people are asking him questions about whether or not he should. But, um, and then the Ari Shafir thing where he told a joke immediately afterwards. Yeah, and I know. and uh, the, the reflex to that is like, I don't know, it seems a little too soon. But one interesting take I heard on it was in the context of like safety. You know, like some comics, I thought it was the Vaughn or some other people who were talking about, I don't know, man, he might get his ass beat. Because if you think about how much, like, you know, I grew up in Chicago, so I love Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. And if you think about certain tough, possibly violent people in L.A. who grew up loving Kobe and seeing him deliver them rings, like, yeah. I don't know if I feel comfortable doing stand-up comedy at certain smaller venues in L.A., would you?
1: No, definitely. I mean, I, I, I think he that. didn't. He have to cancel a few of his oh, shows in New he? York. There were some bomb threats at New York oh, Comedy Club. God. I heard.
0: And now it must be even worse in L.A. because they love
1: Kobe, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I was kind of stupid. I think he should have thought it over a little bit. But yeah,
0: and I, I guess you know the the idea that rapists should die. That that's one thing that, you know, not as many people would argue with, mm-hmm. um, although I've had argument about it. But, you know, meaning people have argued with me because, you know, um, usually the sentence for rape is not death. But regardless of your opinion on that, the, the sentence for accused. Yeah. Alleged rape. Yeah. Is not death in a helicopter crash with your daughter. Yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, Uh
1: He just should have waited on the joke, thought it over a little bit, I think.
0: And not immediately went on to, what, Instagram, or think something that was very shareable so that everybody could be pissed off about it immediately.
1: Yeah, Yeah, If he had
0: developed it on stage, it could have worked.
1: Maybe. I don't even know. I've I've seen some some people try and pull off some Kobe jokes lately, and it's like I haven't seen one go well yet, regardless of if it's funny or not.
0: And and I think Adam Amawala, I think he just went out to L.A., and, and he said something like, if anybody tells a Kobe joke right now, I probably will unfollow you or something. I'll unfriend you. And I was yeah. like, that makes a little bit of sense because it's too fucking soon. And, and, uh, and people love, I, I don't know, just like the daughter thing especially made it very difficult to tell any fucking joke about her. Yeah, that made joke. it a
1: lot worse. Yeah,
0: because she was pure as the driven snow, it would seem. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, she <laughs>
1: definitely had nothing to do with whatever accusations yeah. were going on. So. Yeah.
0: And so yeah, what do you think about the
1: NBA right now? Uh, I mean, I do a lot of, uh, I do a lot of like fantasy basketball. Are you into oh, that cool. kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So. With the,
0: uh, where it's, it's weekly. And also there's kind of columns where, you know, you, you know, you, you want to go for a guy who has both blocks and steals. Yeah. That kind of That's the kind of stuff. So
1: like, I, I actually watch a lot of really bad teams pretty oh, often cool. cause they are, padding the stats stuff like oh,
0: that and are you watching the full games live because I find myself watching certain teams the next day on House of Highlights where oh highlights nice highlights. but it's like then like I think Celtics blog or something had like a call for writers I was like I like the Celtics I'm, yeah. a, I'm a good writer and I was like oh shit I don't even watch the games live I only watch the highlights the next day <laughs> yeah you
1: gotta be right on top of it right as it's happening and
0: so you find yourself you know with five screens watching uh yeah uh, I don't know who sh- who's dog shit uh, you know the Knicks are dog shit you know Chicago Bulls are yeah, dog shit yeah the Knicks are pretty shit. bad yeah. the
1: Bulls are pretty bad right now. Um, Golden State is a little bit bad by design, or you know they're. You know, they, they're I mean, they had hurt. an unfortunate string yeah. of injuries, and then I think just kind of. Are mailing it in this season?
0: Yeah, they got what's they got what's his name Wiggins. Yeah, they're they just if
1: he w- he fits, but also he'll
0: be able to be you know when they get the first pick or the second pick, they, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll be able to pair them with Wiggins, yeah. which is a bigger salary, and send him out for a star for that next star that they want next to Curry.
1: And Tampa. I think they also got some draft picks in return from oh, cool. uh, from Minnesota for D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, yeah so and I think I, think I just saw
0: it. him against the Celtics, and I think he was atrocious. Yeah, like, uh, no, last night. Oh, atro- last night. Yeah, I think it was like one for nine from the three point. Line. Yeah, was, and of course he's a sieve on defense, but also Carl Anthony Towns is out.
1: They were playing the Celtics last night, right?
0: I think, I think so. I, I watched I think highlights were. today, yeah.
1: I think, I mean, he probably had to guard Marcus Smart, which is <laughs> one of the toughest guys in the NBA. That oh, guy's dude, incredible.
0: He was dropping dimes that I, I wouldn't even believe yet, because Kemba's, you know, he's out with the knee thing. Yeah. But also then Hayward could run the point, too. He was scoring
1: a lot of points, yeah. Yeah,
0: And so I, I like the Celtics a lot, but, I mean, what do you think? I mean, do you like Giannis? Do you like... I mean, I just think he plays ugly basketball just because he's always just lumbering towards the hoop.
1: Well, I guess, yeah, he's a little bit raw, but... Yeah.
0: I mean, it works, and he's now just fucking raining threes on everybody. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I wonder how he'd fit in, though, when there were, like, maybe 10, 15 years ago when there were actually big men playing. Yeah. Where it's they strange. Were just, there's no centers.
0: Yeah, so they would just chop him to shit, and he wouldn't get as far. Yeah, he'd at least get hurt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he might, I, I he might be he, successful. He'd, have some, he trou- gets, he'd yeah. have some
1: trouble at the rim, and yeah. he'd have to shoot some threes, and that's
0: not his strongest game. Yeah, but now he's just turning it on, even from the three-point line. And who, who, What other player's game do you like?
1: Who do I? I mean, like I said, I I love Marcus Smart's game. I yeah. Think,
0: so so you really, he's kind of yeah. up there. Even even if we're not talking Celtics, we're just talking. Generally. No. You him like in Marcus. general,
1: I think he's one of the most yeah. underrated players. Uh, he he blocks. He gets blocks. Yeah, oh yeah, blocks. He steals, gets blocks. He gets steals. He's guarding I, the toughest guy. He's I see him the guard centers. LeBron. Wow. And it's he does a great job.
0: Because <sighs> he's got leverage. He knows how to use leverage, like this low center of gravity or something.
1: Yeah. I don't know what it is. He's <laughs> stocky. <laughs> he's thick, as they say. Yeah.
0: And so what I also don't like, like I, I got annoyed. Like, even when LeBron was on Cleveland and he came back from that huge deficit and he was pretty much playing Cleveland, mm-hmm. you know, before uh, Durant got there. Yeah. And that was ugly, but I was hate-watching it. And through the hate-watching, because, you know, LeBron, he's always just... He's pissed me off because he wins. Yeah. He wins against whatever other team you're rooting for. But Absolutely. I hate watching him. And then I, you come away with a kind of appreciation of, fuck, I can't believe he did that against Golden State pre Durant. Like he came back and he won the fucking thing. Yeah. But then I was also like dancing with glee when it was J.R. Smith calling the timeout or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and he just fucked up the whole thing. And now J.R. Smith could be back on the Lakers. But, um, I think. What was it?
1: Is that true? Is J.R. Smith gonna no, be back yeah, in the league? Yeah,
0: they're gonna test him out. Yeah. Oh
1: my god! I can't believe any team is taking him back.
0: Yeah, they, so they're, they're kind of testing him out. So I guess my point is, like, I, I I didn't like the hyperbolic, the the fawning praise articles, you know, whatever hyperbole is that word for LeBron for the past fifty thousand years. It's, yeah, it's already starting with Zion. Zion Zion Williamson what do you think of Zion and is he I mean I'm just sick of him already
1: you're sick of him already well no I mean, I mean I,
0: he's just a thick motherfucker and he you know he's, he's more like a Marcus Smart, where he can play any position or, or like bam out of bio but he's bigger he's, but he's just so fucking hyped and you're worried about the injury risk you're like yes I, I kind of but they're also I, I'm just more sick of the articles who are, who are already starting with a whole he's changed the game
1: already Oh, definitely not. I mean, he's on the Pelicans, and they're not. They don't have the best record. They could make the playoffs. Yeah, they might make it. Yeah, he hasn't played most of the season. I'll give him that. And he was on a minutes restriction. But
0: what do you think about the hype? Do you get sick of any hype, or do you do you kind of yeah? It's
1: it's annoying. I think
0: you need to earn it a little bit. So stop reading articles and just start watching the games. You know, like I should just stop reading articles.
1: Maybe, maybe that's. I mean, yeah, you get the comment section, and it's people just saying the craziest stuff. Yeah. But he is good. I'll give him that. He's he's definitely pretty good. I'm worried about weight issues on the yeah. season.
0: The whole just being an upper body thick dude. Yeah, he might get some lower I mean, body. Just what he right? did to
1: that sneaker. Oh yeah, he, exploded he obliterated it. it. Yeah. yeah, it just blew
0: up. Yeah, and I think he got hurt for a while. Was he? Yeah. he was out until the he tournament. He was
1: he was out for a long time. Yeah, right. last year. And then
0: he came back in the tournament. And he was actually thinking about going back. I think. But um, if he when he has a signature shoe, are you going to buy it?
1: No, no, definitely not. Okay. I, which
0: ones are you buying? Are you, are you on the PJ Tuck wagon as far as sneaker culture? Like, are you trying to find rare? Yeah. guy in the Rockets, who's the sneaker head? That is, just, that's PJ Tuck. Yeah, he yeah, finally he's, got his big deal with Nike, I thought. Yeah, he's okay.
1: a huge sneaker. I don't know if he's with Nike. I'm not sure.
0: Uh, I think he had a bunch of suitors is, he finally uh, signed, and I thought it was with Nike. Yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me if I'm wrong. And so, are you, you know, when you're buying your own sneakers, are you doing it with the United, you know, oh, I like this person, I like this sneaker, or this is a rare find?
1: I'm not really buying like uh, player edition sh- sneakers or like okay. actual basketball sneakers. I, I collect uh, SB Dunks mostly. Okay. It's like, uh, what is that? Uh, skateboarding shoes. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's the kind of sneakers, sneaker culture you're speaking of. Yeah. Okay. Or
1: or Jor- some older Jordans I have in my okay. collection.
0: And so you're wearing them because they're stylish, because they're cool, because they have some nostalgia for you?
1: Yeah. So some of these shoes have like, they all have like different themes to them. Okay. So I have one uh, pair of Dunks that's like themed after Heineken and oh. it has like the star on the back and it's got a Heineken colorway. Okay. That's so really you're like cool. a Russell
0: Westbrook in that I'm going to look at you during a, a stand up show and be like, those sneakers are fucking cool. Looking. Oh, yeah. Like, I I don't even know the sneaker the story behind those sneakers, but those yeah. are cool motherfuckers. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I there's yeah. A, I, I feel like there's a lot of comedians that are into sneakers. I mean, definitely doing mics and shows. I see more than your average person yeah,
0: I thought Danny Suggs was like I wear all black but I do I do care a little bit about my shoes and I was like okay that's interesting yeah because you know you want people to concentrate on you but having a little pop of interest in you at, yeah. at your feet could be cool
1: you know what that is true though I try not to wear anything like too flashy if I'm doing a set because I, I don't want them to be interested in my shoes okay and so yeah. what kind
0: of what kind of jokes can they expect from an Ivan Arguello show
1: yeah, uh, you're just like, what are
0: you t- You know, don't tell the jokes, of course, but what are you talking about? What's interesting to you? Is it autobiographical? Is it observational?
1: Yeah, I do a lot of stuff about my family, uh-huh. uh, I have Latin American culture. That's, mm-hmm. what the last That's name. where the name comes from. Yeah. Back so up. I do a lot of stuff about that. Um, I grew up, my, my family owned a grocery store, so oh, cool. I have a lot of jokes about working there.
0: And is it in New York City that you, where yeah. you from? Yeah, yeah, so it's, okay.
1: it's, a, it's a Key Foods in Brooklyn Heights. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so they
0: owned it your whole life, and you've lived in Brooklyn Heights all your life,
1: and you worked there? I worked there. Okay. Okay. I you worked never, or, never Current and, or past? Current and past. Oh, cool. Uh, forever. Okay. <laughs> I've lived there. And that will be yours? There. That'll
0: be yours? Like, you will uh, be the guy who runs it, ultimately? Kind of. Okay. Yeah. It's, not... it's my
1: whole family. It's a, a lot of people are involved. It's not just me and my dad, but, okay. um, yeah, it's, it, it's been a while that I've been working there.
0: And so you have stories kind of about the parents, about, you know, the fact that you've owned your grocery store.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I do a lot of like pop culture jokes, stuff okay. about movies, some sports jokes. Yeah. So
0: what movies are hilarious?
1: What movies are hilarious? Yeah. Uh, even I... reality stuff you get into, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I like uh, yeah, like that shows? show. I like that show, Ninety Day Fiance. Have you seen that yeah, one? What the fuck is that? Oh, it's great. And uh, how is it
0: different from that Love Is Blind one, where you don't even see the person before you get married?
1: Well, this is about people who are like online dating and yeah. they'll meet somebody from a different country and uh, the only way for them to come to the United States is if they get married within ninety days on a certain visa. Oh, they made a show about that? Yeah. Isn't that some sort
0: of immigration violation you would think? Like you're not supposed to get married I just that. guess
1: not. I uh, know, I mean it's the it's called a K one visa okay. is the type of document that makes it legal for you to get married and have them come and immigrate to the United States. So the show's about that.
0: But it, isn't it supposed to be like you're actually, you're not supposed to be marrying just for the, the, the you know, you're not supposed yeah. to be marrying to become a citizen. I well, no, the show is the the not about
1: that. like bringing in people here illegally. It's okay. like they think they're in love. Okay. Oh, okay. It's sometimes they're not in love and that's part of it. And, and they the, figure it out in 90 Day. It's very obvious to the viewer and sometimes not to the person who thinks they're in love. And, and so, that's the entertainment.
0: And so what do you think about that? Like, you know, when you bring up 90 Day fiance on stage or whatever, are you at all relating it to your own dating life?
1: No, not really. Not okay. too much. You don't uh, bring
0: like uh, uh, observations that you've had about relationships past?
1: Uh not too much. I, I you know I don't have a lot of dating experience. I've been dating my current girlfriend since I was like 19. So nice. it's like 6 years we've been dating. It's okay. a long time.
0: And she's hanging out at the store. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. And we're not talking the comedy store. We're talking about Key Foods and Brooklyn yeah, yeah, Heights. Yeah, so I yeah.
1: don't tell people that. I just say the store so they they can make their own decision if it's the you guys are story. in LA <laughs> right
0: now, Comedy Store. Wow! Yeah, have her stop by. This is great. Yeah. And so you've been with her for a while, and are you able to talk about the stuff that happens in kind of long, and I guess it's not, I guess it's long term
1: relationship. Yeah, definitely. You are. okay yeah, so What, yeah, what, what yeah. are some
0: of the things that crop up that could be funny on stage? Just
1: like little things, okay. little arguments we get in that yeah. are just sometimes funny. Yeah. You know, like ninety nine percent of our arguments are about dishes, <sighs> which is, I guess, a good problem and a bad problem. You yeah, know? it's
0: easily solved. Yeah. But it's her turn to do it.
1: It's usually <laughs> it's it's usually my turn oh, to do no. it, and I won't. Okay. That's the problem.
0: And and then if you're not doing a spot on Lost Dog Comedy, which is every month, and what's yeah. the, do you have a certain date? Is it th- the first Thursday? You know, what date is it?
1: Uh, it's usually the second Thursday, uh, second Tuesday of every month. Okay. Sometimes it's tentative. Next okay. next month, uh, March 10th is the next show.
0: Okay. And that's at mm-hmm. 8 p.m. March 10th, 8 p.m. Lower East Side, and the place is called
1: Lorelai Beer Garden.
0: Lorelei Beer Garden, and then do you know who's going to be on there March 10th? I you know uh, the names offhand. Am I putting yeah. you on the spot here?
1: No, I'm. Can I pull up the lineup? Oh, please to, do. Yeah, cool.
0: It's probably going to be a badass lineup because it's Lost Dog. Yeah. And the only prerequisite is quality.
1: You know, what? I don't, I don't have it on me, but okay. uh, but we will, we will. We got Dylan Krause that. hosting. Okay. Yeah. It's and gonna so, be a good show.
0: And so, how do you decide who hosts and who who headlines? Do you have that sort of thing, or is everybody just kind of splitting up the show?
1: Uh, no, we do decide who hosts every time. It's either going to be me or the, my co-producer, Matt Somersen. He, oh, cool. he hosts a lot too. And then we like to have someone who's done the show before yeah, if they're going to host so that they have an idea of how the room is and what 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 kind of audience we get okay it's definitely a younger crowd
0: and then oh a younger crowd well that see that's nice for um because you're a younger comic
1: exactly yeah ah. definitely plays to me more <laughs> yeah
0: he's 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 a young he's a younger comic who's um brooklyn is just born and raised and where are you doing comedy if you're not doing it at lost dog
1: if i'm not doing it at lost dog most mostly open mics, some okay. bar shows okay. uh there's a few that i'd help out on and they book me sometimes yeah. but uh Mostly open mics, though, I would say.
0: Okay, well, thank you so much. I'm going to massacre the name Ivan Arguello. Yeah, perfect. And then across social platforms, are you Ivan Jokes A Lot?
1: Yeah, Ivana Joke A Lot. Ivana Joke A Lot.
0: Ivan, thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thank you.